Hey, coaches, Joe Salas here. Welcome to Championship Culture. Got a uh, got a special treat, an old buddy of mine, Gary Golf, who is the head football coach at Valdosta State University, is with us today. And uh, Gary, you don't, I don't, you probably don't remember this, but you know that little JV team we had. That was my first head coaching job, and you were a part of that. So <laughs> that's great. Oh, uh, I, I remember it very well. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you being on here, and I'm, uh, you know, I'm excited about learning from you, and we're going to jump right in. So question number one is, can you give us a one-minute elevator introduction of yourself? Absolutely. You know, I, I never dreamed of getting into the coaching profession, much less becoming a head coach, but um, when I graduated from Valdosta State, I was kind of in the corporate world and did that for three years. My wife, we just got married and was a high school teacher. I got into high school coaching for uh, two and a half years. Uh, Brett Holgerson, who was Dana Holgerson's brother, got the head job at Iowa Wesleyan and called and offered me the offense coordinator job at Iowa Wesleyan. So uh, we took that at the time and, and made just peanuts, you know, for money, but we had no kids. So spent a season there. Um, Hal Mummy got the head coaching job at Southeast Louisiana. So I went there for two years with him and me and his son, Matt Mummy, were co-coordinators for him. Uh, we won there pretty quick and got the job at New Mexico State. So we were out there for four years. Uh, after New, New Mexico State, I was at Princeton University for a year. Um, after Princeton, I, was, I found myself in the middle of West Virginia, at West Virginia Wesleyan for one season. And then about that time, I realized I wanted to be a head football coach. So I applied for several jobs. I got the head coaching job at Tiffin University. I uh, was there for eight seasons. Very fortunate. We, we flipped that program around. Uh, they'd only won four games prior to us getting there, and, and a lot of that had to do with us developing culture and, and developing leadership. And uh, after being very successful there, it led me back to my, uh, my home school, Valdosta State. So I've been here for one year now. Well, I know everyone's excited to have you back, man. Uh, go ahead and, and uh, you know, I know you've been probably doing a lot of stuff on Zoom with your, with your players and your coaches. Uh, what is your working definition of culture? Well, you know, I, th I think a cult, you know, as a young coach, I, I never really thought a whole lot about that, to be honest. And, um, you know, they, the saying's true. You, you don't know what it's like to be a head coach until you sit in that chair and all the problems come across your desk and, and you don't have the experience sometimes to deal with some of these things. So you're learning on the run. So I learned real, real early that, you know, what kind of program do we have here at Tiffin University? I mean, what do we stand for? Who are we? Our players don't know what our mission statement is. I don't even know if I have a very good mission statement. So for me, you know, culture really defines who we are and what our set of beliefs are. And we work on those daily uh, through leadership, through reinforcement, uh, through a more cohesive team. Uh, you know, but, you know, culture is always changing because your team is changing. So I think it's very important that you have your core values. And our core values here at Valdosta State define our culture and who we are. You want to go ahead and uh, share those real quick? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, I did some um, research uh, on how to become a better leader, how, how to be a better head coach, assistant coach, and what are some things we need to do to teach our young men how to become leaders? Because if you think about it, as football coaches, we teach them our schemes, we teach them our practice, our tempo, and then we usually pat them on the shoulder and say, hey, Good luck. I need you to be a leader for me today. But what does that exactly mean? So, um, you know, I asked my staff one year, you know, gosh, we got so much talent. What's wrong with this? And everybody said we just didn't have any leadership. So for, 
for seven years, I worked with this uh, group of uh, people. Their, their company is called The Program, and, and you can find their website, theprogram.org. And they work with over 100 um, BCS, FCS, and Division II collegiate teams to develop leadership and more cohesive teams. So when I brought them in for the first time, I asked them, uh, I said, hey, I want to get better too. You know, so, and you're talking about real life James Bond and Jason Bourne people. They all have purple hearts. And so they come in, they work with you and the staff and the team for 48 hours. And uh, the first meeting is with the staff. And um, they said, Coach Goff, what is your mission statement? And, you know, I kind of sat there for a second, him hauled around. And um, he said, Coach, stop right there. He said, if you can't tell me what your mission statement is right now, how in the world can you have this staff follow you? And then how in the world are you going to have a team full of about 100 players follow you and know what y'all stand for and who you are? So I'm sitting there with big eyes, but I asked, I asked for the criticism to get better. So, you know, our mission statement now is very simple, and that is that we will win both on and off the field through our core values that will not be compromised. And that's it. So then we spent a lot of time or deciding what our core values would be. And, you know, for about four or five days, me and the staff just threw words up on the board, you know, discipline, dedication, accountability, what are some terms that are very, very important to us um, and correlate with life and the game of football? So, um, you know, we kind of, you know, dwindle those all the way down to three. And our, our three core values, which we call here our blazer values, are tough, attitude, and discipline. And, you know, with, with our core values, you know, we, um, we work on them every day. We talk about them every day with our team. We, um, I'll, I'll get up and talk about one of our values. I have a, a coach get up and talk about one of our values. And then we'll also have a, a senior get up at one point of the season and talk about their core values. But each of our core values, we also have um, standards that we hold each other to. So our first value is toughness. Well, you know, the first standard of that is we want to give 100% effort 100% of the time. And, you know, that sounds like just a football term, but it's more than that. You know, that stats class on Friday morning, when you're tired and you can't stand the class and you're just not very good at stats, you know what tough is and giving 100% effort 100% of time is getting up, getting breakfast, and you get into that class before it starts and you act like you're interested and you raise hands and ask questions. You might hate it, but that's part of being tough. The next uh, standard of tough is uh, motivate each other through enthusiasm. You know, it, it's easy for us um, teammates to when things are bad to fuss at each other and, and discourage each other but all it takes is just a little bit encouragement and you know we can we can turn the 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 there and have some positive things happen for us and then the third standard is overcoming adversity which is obviously a big term in football but you know we all have a lot of adversity in our in our personal lives and quite frankly our country right now is having a lot of adversity that as long as we come together and motivate with enthusiasm, we'll, we'll make it through it. Um, our second value, you know, we talk about attitude. Attitude is our second value, and the standards to attitude is selfless. Team's got to come first. Um, that, that is the most important thing. I ask my coaching staff in time to check their attitude or their ego in at the door because we're all in this together, and we all want the same things at the end of the day. And that's for our student athletes to have a great experience playing the game they love and to get their diploma, graduate. The, uh, the second standard uh, to attitude is always be in attack mode. And we preach about attacking everything you do. Um, 
obviously football, weight room, that's easy. But, you know, when you go to the cafeteria and, um, and eat that meal, you know, hey, tell the people that prepare it, thank you. Hey, I really appreciate what y'all have done for us today. Hold the door open for somebody. Do something nice. Always put your best foot forward in everything you do throughout the day. And if we can do that one day at a time and again and again and again, we're establishing this culture. We're establishing what people think about us. We're establishing or we're challenging each other to be better um, in everything. Um, the third value in, um, in attitude is positive body language. I mean, and, and the greatest example of this is our quarterbacks. You know, if our quarterback turns the ball over, he walks off the field defeated and, and shoulders are down. Well, your opponent knows they've got you and your teammates know, boy, we're in for a, a tough game here. But we all make mistakes. If, if that quarterback made a mistake, but he comes off the field with his shoulders back and he's looking everybody in the eye, he's like, hey, my mistake, I've got this. Don't worry about it. You know, sometimes we can feed off that. We, we feel like, okay, hey, we all make mistakes, but we're going to be fine right here. So body language is very important to us, and that's hard for some of our young men. You know, it, um, you know sometimes when they're being coached, they won't make eye contact. You know, they want to look at the ground. So um, I think body language is important. The third value, um, and I'm sorry, Coach, I know I'm, I'm covering a lot and talking fast and not trying to talk too long for you, but the, uh, the third value is discipline. Um, you know, we got to have discipline in our life. Uh, our, our first standard of is what we call blazer time. And uh, blazer time for us means that you are going to be at that meeting, at class, in the training room, on the practice field before that session starts. I'm not saying you got to be there 15 minutes early. I'm not saying you got to be there five minutes early. I'm just saying you're going to be there early and prepared for that session or practice or training um, before that instructor or coach walks into that room. So we talk about the importance of that all the time. You know, just one minute late can, can cause a lot of issues. So we work hard on that. I've actually not hired coaches before that have come on an interview and it was out of their control and they were late because something happened on the way there. But the other gentleman that I like just as much showed up 45 minutes early to make sure nothing was going to happen. So I think it's very, very important that we all practice being on time and being early. Um, my wife would kill me for saying this, but after 22 years of marriage, I'm still fighting that battle a little bit. <laughs> um, Welcome so, to the club on that one. <laughs> the, um, our second standard um, to, to our, our discipline value is pay attention to detail. And, and that's something us coaches talk about a lot, but um, it's something that can catch up with us real fast too. Um, and it's something the players need to understand, you know, Communication with each other is very important. Um, paying attention to detail that, you know, hey, this is my field divider on, th on this call or, you know, this is my split or stance on this call. I mean, you know, I, I full-heartedly believe, you know, our season last year came down to one play and we had one person make one mistake and our 10-0 season and a run for the national championship stopped right then and there. And we lost a game in the last six seconds of the game. So. You know, pay attention to detail is extremely important because it can catch us at any time, and we stress that. And then the last and maybe the most important thing with our team, our, our last value to discipline is accept accountability. And that, that's hard for us all. It's hard for me sometimes. Um, I don't like letting anybody down. I, I don't like uh, letting my boss down. And, you know, I accept that accountability, but, boy, it's – it's, it's hard to swallow that and tell your boss, uh, 
my mistake. I'm not going to let that happen again. But I also think it's important to to stand up and say, hey, that that was me and that's my mistake. Um, because that, that cuts a lot of the um, pointing the fingers on a football team. And no, it wasn't my fault. I didn't hear Coach Salas's call. That, that, that's his fault. You know, so, you know, we're, we're big on that too. But, you know, to sum all that up, tough attitude and discipline, that is what defines our culture. And that is what we are about here at Valdosta State. That's awesome, man. You, that's well put together. Uh, go. I, I know you talked a little bit about how you teach it, how you implement it. Can you can you just give a few more details on that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, the, the first year this uh, this military group called again the program came in to work with me. Um, it, it it was such easy tasks, and, and the way they explained things, I sat there and was like, you know, I, I got to be the biggest idiot in the world. I can't believe this. Um, and they tell me, they, they say, coach, calm down. You know, it's not, it's not you. Uh, Tom Izzo, they work with Michigan State basketball. They said, Tom Izzo said the same exact thing to us. And I think if that big of a coach and that successful a coach has the same problems you have, you're okay. Um, but, you know, one thing they did is, um, you know, they, they give the team tasks. Okay, so we would break the team up like we just used to do in our winter games, you know, our, our winter blazer games. They break the team up into smaller groups, and then they choose one leader of each of those groups. And they pull that leader up, and they might give them a simple task. And it might be, okay, Coach Salas, you know, um, I want you to get your team of 10 people on the 50-yard line, and I want you all to be five yards apart, and I want you to put your right foot on the line. Do you have any questions about that? And the first time you go through something like this, the player's like, oh, no, that's easy. I got it. I got it. Okay, so they run out there, and you got one guy giving orders, but you might have somebody else on the team, on, the, on their groups, the alpha male too. And before you know it, you got two or three guys talking, and you, you go and check them, and they got two guys straddling the line. They got one guy with their left foot on the line. They got – they're just they're, – they're unorganized. You know, um, and then we bring them back. And then we talked to just the leader. What were my instructions? Well, you said to do this and that. Right. But you forgot about saying they needed to be five yards apart. You know, so we'll try it again. Um, and, and, and we'll grow. So it'll be an easy task like that. But then the next one might be, you know, hey, I, I need everybody at 7 a.m. lined up in perfect rows, perfect columns. And I need every player to have a towel and a bottle of water. You have any questions? Well, it just it just starts off to well, how are we going to get in touch with everybody? Well, what, what if what what if uh, you know, Coach Salas doesn't have a water bottle? What if you don't give them any help? You just give them the exact order and let them learn through failing a little bit. So you know we we did this for years at Tiff, and every year is a new phase to it. And there's so much more to this. I could speak for hours about how we implement it. But really, to sum it all up, what you're trying to do is put some of your players in a leadership role to where they're out in front of their team and they got to communicate and they got to be loud and precise um, and they've got to be heard and they got to be strong enough to say, you know, hey, you over here, hey, just be quiet for a second. Let me explain. Hey, you over here, hey, let, let's, let's be quiet and get on the same page. And it, it's amazing how many young men have not be, been put in that position. And how many of your best players who you think are your leaders are going to stand up in front of the team and can't count to 10 because they're nervous 
And then you'll be amazed at how many guys who might not be the starter and might not even dress out for you, but they're the ones who aren't scared to get up and say, hey, guys, come on, we can do this. You know, um, so what you're really doing is, is put them in different situations to see how they handle it, how they communicate, and then see what happens when they get frustrated. Um, this military group gave us some exercises that Navy SEALs are going to fail the first time through. But it's amazing to see who gets so frustrated and wants to start yelling, and then who says, hey, guys, calm down. We've got this, you know. So that, that's a little bit of what we do on a daily basis. Okay, that, and that was my next question is, uh, you know, when, when do you do this? And for, you know, over how long? So you're, this is like uh, season long that you're doing this or how, when do you do it? Yeah, um, we'll start this from day one in the camp. Okay. And, and we'll start by, you know, talking to them about what our mission is. What's our mission statement. We'll talk to them about each one of our core values and we'll talk to them about the standards, but we'll also talk to them about what does it mean to be a leader? You know, what does that mean? And, and for us, I know there's a lot of different def definitions maybe out there, but for us, a leader is someone who holds himself accountable first, then holds their teammates accountable and moves the whole group forward. And, and so we, and we leave that definition that simple just because it, it's easy to remember. Um, you will have individuals that want to be a leader, but yet don't hold themselves accountable. So that's an easy way to tell them, hey, look, I can't put you in that role. You might be my start and safety or quarterback or linebacker, but, you know, you're one of the ones that's late to meetings. You're one of the ones that doesn't give 100% effort all the time. So in order to become this leader, you got to start with you first. Hold yourself accountable. Um, so we'll, we'll do this all the way through the season. And obviously in the season it gets difficult because you're, you're so wrapped in the game plan and you're so wrapped into practice and you got the 20 hours you got to fit everything into but we still will talk about it. This spring, we started every practice with a different assignment. So it might be, I want one leader on the 50 yard line and I want the entire offense and, and even rows and even columns on one side of the 50. And I want the defense and even rows and even columns on the other side of the 50. And I want your helmet off and to the right, one foot away from you. And you know, they will go out there and, and get it right. And when they get it right, you got to praise them and say, that's a great job. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Let's get to work, man. Days, you might have a few guys not want to take it serious. You might have somebody struggling to get out to practice or something's wrong. And my leaders would put the whole team on the line and we'd run a couple of reminders and we'd try to do it again. Um, so you, you don't give in as far as if they can't get something right, you got to be prepared to know we're, going to do things right and pay attention to detail um you know so spring was big for us we did this every day throughout the spring and you know even one practice we actually sat right there and we did military exercises for two straight hours in the pouring rain and um you know we want to see who was going to throw in the towel who was going to get mad and angry who was going to say oh, hey guys let's come together right now and get through this um you know we even played you know, over the speakers, some of the, the, the highlights of the only game we lost. And, uh, you know, just, just really trying to rattle their cage and get them out of their comfort zone to see how they're going to res respond because it's so hard for us to simulate game situations. You know, it's impossible, honestly. 
but the closer we can get them in a in a in an uncomfortable situation that's the right way and got the right meaning behind it to learn from then the better off we're going to be on game day coach that's fantastic man that's that's some of the best stuff i've heard so far uh question here's another hard one for you question number four is the million dollar question what do you know now that you wish you would have known when you first got started everything <laughs> Um, you know, there, there is so much, um, I, again, you know, I, I, early in my career, the only thing I was focused on is being a great assistant. I mean, I, I honestly, I, I never dreamt of being a head coach. I don't even, I never even remember of having that desire of, yeah, I want to be the head coach of, you know, such and such university. It just doors just opened for me. Um. I've always been big on people. I've always been big on, on uh, um, treating people the way I want to be treated, treating people the way I'd want my children to be treated. Um, when I became a head coach, hiring people that I don't care if they, they know all the football in the world, I just care, are they good people? Am I going to be able to trust them? Um, are they going to make me better? I don't want yes, man. I want, I want people who are also going to make me better as well. So, you know, to answer that question is tough, but um, – I, I would say I wish at a, at a young age in this profession, I'd have known that culture and, and developing leaders is the most important thing. And that's, that, that's the honest, my opinion. How many of us have great X's and O's? You and me both can draw up plays right now that we think that's the best play in football. I don't care what you say, but millions of coaches say that, say that, you know, and, um, I think that the teams that win championships, they've got more than just the X's and O's. They've got the great leadership. They, they've got the, the the cohesive teams that are working together and, and are all behind their coaching staff. So, you know, I, I wish as a 24-year-old getting into this profession that I knew what culture was and I knew more about develop, developing a leader. Awesome, awesome. All right, uh, so, and, and I know you're about to get super busy, so do you have a Twitter? Do you have some way for for high school guys to contact you without making you crazy and breaking rules and all that kind of stuff? <laughs> I, I do have a Twitter. Uh, let me pull it up real fast so I don't give them the wrong handle, um, you know, but obviously recruit much all social media nowadays. But, yeah, it's, it's just uh, my Twitter handle is at Coach G Goff. So again, at Coach G Golf, and um, you know, your Coach Salas, you, you've been here, you've worked here before. I mean, uh, there's no doubt in my mind. I'm at, I'm at one of the most prestigious Division II programs in the country. Battle State is an amazing place. Our doors are always open. Um, you know, hey, please come by and check us out, coaches. If you ever have any questions or need any help, I'd be more than happy to help you. Um, you know, so this it, is a phenomenal situation I'm in. I'm very fortunate and proud to be here. And, uh, you know, Coach Dallas, I really appreciate you keeping up with me through the years and, and reaching out to me for something like this. I'll tell you what, man, uh, you did a great job. But that not only – I know you're glad to be back home, but I guarantee you they're glad to have you because they, they clearly made the right decision. Man, you just knocked us out of the park and you just helped a lot of people. And I appreciate you coming on and doing this, buddy. You bet. Thank you, Coach.